Evening all, and welcome to your, well, your host, Paul Francis. And this Thursday night, well, Thursday heading towards the morning for me, Thursday afternoon for you. Welcome to Drive Time in the UK and uh, in America, 6 p.m. in the beautiful states that cover the Eastern time frame. Uh, well, I can tell you here now, we're coming from the New Orleans, but that's on 105.3, 107.7 on United Public Radio Network. Coming to you live. We're already people coming in from Jules from Somerset. Jules, hello. Pause, Pete. I'll start that again, shall I? Please say I'm here tonight, Julie Sharp. Hi, Julie Sharp. Welcome. And hello from Glasgow. How are you doing tonight? Is it all right up there now? That wasn't too bad of an accent, actually. That was that was that was better than most of my attempts. Uh, who else have we got? Lynn's joined us tonight. Hello, hello, hello from Facebook user. Now listen. If you guys are listening to me live on Facebook tonight, uh, first of all, thank you very much for being here. That's primary. Secondly of all, um, I've been getting a lot of complaints about uh, Facebook uh, blocking, you know, people being able to make comments and do posts in our chat room. So if you find all of a sudden you, you cannot post in our chat room, then zip over to YouTube, okay? Uh, Lynn, could you post up at the bottom there um, the link for for my YouTube? That'd be fantastic. John Macon has joined us as well. John, good evening. So we got who we got? Uh, what's the first name for the lovely person from Glasgow? Um, we got Jules from Somerset, of course. We got Julie Sharp in, the, in there tonight. Uh, Facebook user going hello, 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 um, and beautiful starry eyes. Lynn, of course, is here. Lynn Fern, hello, Lynn Fern. Uh, John Macon, and she says, "Hi, Paul. I hope you are well. I'm, 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 do, I'm a lot better than I was. Um, what I was told last week was initially that I'm, I had food poisoning, and uh, that wasn't a pleasant ride. But the, the positives, I always look for a positive. There's always a positive if you look for it. Uh, the positive side is I lost a lot of weight. <laughs> um, just, just, just look for positives. But because uh, all the aches and pains kept going. They think very possibility had a weak taste of that COVID. So um, I've had to stop all um, external shows uh, on being outside. Um, and until that batch of whatever it is I caught has gone through. So to all the people who I had to cancel one-to-one with, my, I'm really, really sorry. I, I, I can do it here. Um, I'm, I'm taking enough painkillers that when I walk, I rattle. Um, my chest, as you can hear, is labored breathing. But I, they think that maybe now I had a dose of that uh, COVID. So we're, we're okay. We're, we're getting there. So Mary Erickson has joined us. Hello, Mary. Lovely to see you, darling. Jackie Noon. Hi, Paul. All is okay now. Good to hear, Jackie. And that's, thanks very much for being here. I appreciate it very, very much. Patty Jennings has joined us. Patty, how are you? Good to see you. Um, like, once again, if you guys are listening to me tonight, you're chatting away to me, and all of a sudden you can't chat, there is a YouTube issue. Zoom across to Paul Francis Medium on, um, sorry, I'll retract what I just said there. If you find you're chatting away with me tonight, and then all of a sudden you can't, there is a Facebook issue. Okay, not YouTube, Facebook issue. If all of a sudden you find you cannot chat to me in the chat room, you're typing away, nothing's happening, or Facebook have given you some 
sort of lame excuse like I only allow certain people to talk to me. That's not that's total rubbish. Then just either refresh the page. And I was talking to the guys at UPRN, that's United Public Radio Network, and they were saying, yeah, it's a Ute, it's a Facebook issue. They're working on it. Uh, ref refresh the page. But the best way, the easiest way, and the way that you won't ever lose contact with me is go across to YouTube. It's just as easy and it's quicker and you it's far more stable. Go to go to YouTube, go into the search bar, type Paul Francis Medium. That's F-R-A-N-C-I-S. Look for my ugly mug and come and join us live on the show there. So Paul Francis Medium on YouTube. And I promise you, when you come to talk to me in the chat room, you come up instantaneously. I can see your face. I can see your name. It's all good. Um, I'm getting a lot of people still talking to me going, hi, Paul, and their Facebook user. I don't even know who you are. So if you are, if I can't say your name, uh, um, that means I can't see who you are. It just literally says Facebook user. So stick your name on there and say, hi, it's such and such from such and such. And then I can say hello to you. So um, welcome to Spirit Quest. Now I've got a couple of things I need to talk to you guys about. Spirit Quest, the journey of life. So this is a chat show. It's a chat show all about how and what we perceive as life. Um, there's a fantastic concept called normal and paranormal. That's all well and good. <laughs> Kimberly, hello, Kimberly. Um, thank you very much uh, saying hi, Paul, it's Kimberly. Hi, Kimberly. Um, see, the thing about it is I wouldn't have known who that was um, unless you said, because it just says Facebook user. But if you zip across Kimberly to YouTube, type in Paul Francis Medium to my page, uh, to my channel, sorry, and you click on the live content there, you'll see the show and I will see your beautiful face and it'll say it's Kimberly straight off the bat. Um, so I'm, I'm really, really sort of trying to herd you all gently like a good shepherd would over to <laughs> over to uh, YouTube. Sarah Louise Egan, welcome to the show. So if you guys are all watching to watching me tonight, listening to me on YouTube, uh, fantastic. Welcome to the show. If you're listening to me on Facebook, welcome to the show. However, if you find all of a sudden that you can't post in our chat room, it's because there is a Facebook issue. It's nothing to do with StreamYard. It's nothing to do with UPRN. It's Facebook. So if that happens, here's what I've been told to tell you. Do either of two things. One, refresh your page that you're on, and hopefully it'll all just click in and you can chat away as usual. But the best way and the most confident way that I have is that you zip across to you to YouTube type just click over to YouTube type in uh, Paul Francis medium in the search bar you'll find me live and you can stay there all night because it is very stable and I can see who you are straight off the bat without saying please put your name in uh, now like I say the show is all about it's called the journey of life all right it's called the journey of life um, and there's a concept called normal and paranormal. And I'm, I'm, you know, very much definitely into that. Woohoo! Kimmy says, um, I found you. I found you too, Kimmy. Lovely to see you. Um, Kimmy, you're a medium and animal communicator. We should talk about bringing you on as a, um, as a guest in future shows. So um, email me, not tonight, because, well, 
tonight here is one o'clock in the morning. Um, when I finish the show, I usually go <laughs> go back into the house and get things together and then clear off the bed. <laughs> Uh, good evening. For the first time here, my little sister passed. I'm sorry, Lacey. First of all, Lacey Whitmore, welcome to the show. Um, mm, okay. Um, I'll, first of all, I'll, I will um, I will chat to you momentarily, Lacey, but just let me just uh, get things sorted about the show. Uh, so normal and paranormal. See, the thing about it is to be able to start from normal and then go to paranormal, you first of all have to establish what normal is. Um, see, this is the bit I, I have a wee bit of a, an issue. What what is normal? And um, I've asked that question. I asked that question of my of my kids. What is normal? So what's normal? Oh, normal is da da da. And now I say not normal to you. You know that's normal to you. What you see, for example, when we were you know especially we come up to Christmas time, you always have all of these. Um, I, I'm, I'm, what I'm about to say is going to sound disrespectful, but it isn't, and I'll, I'll explain why. I call them bleeding heart adverts. You know, oh, such and such and such and such is suffering with malnutrition for three pounds fifty a week. We can feed him, and such and such and such, and, and goes on. These call come up at Christmas time. I call them bleeding heart adverts. Now. I have dealt with multiples and multiples of professionals in different varied fields, doctors, dentists, and people like that. And they've all said, Paul, don't do it. Don't add, don't give your money to those because they've actually gone out to these different places and none of the money gets through. So um, only do it if you know factual that it's going to the right place. So I said, okay. But anyway, my daughters were saying to me, hey, dad, you're not terrible. That girl's got to work, walk you know, two miles to pick up, just, just pick up water. And I said, well, there's two things you've got to learn out of that. Number one is just how well you have it. So when you're having a moan about, you know, oh, I haven't got this or I haven't got that, just just think maybe about that particular scenario where that young girl of four, five, six, seven has to walk two miles, fill her whatever her bucket full of water, bring it back to the house. Um, so really what... You know, what is it that you haven't got that's really that important? Uh, part two of that is that's normal for her. That's 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 what they do. That's normal in where they live. It's normal. So once again, when we're looking at normal and paranormal, where do we establish what normal is? Do you follow me? So that's a really good thing that we like to have a chat with. So Kimmy says, oh, my God, thank you. I'd love to. Yes, well, we'll figure that out. So the best thing to do, Kimmy, is um, contact me via Messenger or contact um, Lynn, Lynn Fern, who is my, um, basically my assistant, if you want to put it that way. She kind of like, she actually whips me into shape, really, to be honest with you. Sue Finicum has joined us. Sue, good evening. How wonderful to see you. Um, before we go any further, I'd like to address um, Lacey Whitmore. Lacey says to me, Paul, um, I just want to bring this up. Now, I'll, I want to address this because she's been so kind and asked. Uh, Lacey says, good evening. Um, first time here. First of all, Lacey, thank you for being here. I, I genuinely appreciate that. That's very, very important that I tell you how, I'm, how much I, I appreciate you taking the time. 
Um, my little past, my little sister passed away um, last December. We believe it was foul play. I wanted to see if she has a message for me. Well, here's the thing, uh, Lacey. This show isn't about doing reads, but uh, uh, that's what I do for a living. Um, I I relink um, family members up and and back. Now, um, it's 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 really important to have a have a look at what what why you think it was by foul play is it you could think it's foul play because you have evidence to show that or is it that you think it's foul play because your family's grieving now I, I may sound slightly harsh when i say that it's it's not because i'm being flippant or harsh or anything like that at all absolutely not because um, I want to do whatever I can to help you and your family at this extremely sorrowful time. Um, and my heart and my prayers go to you and to your family. So you really have to, I mean, and the reason why I'm saying that, Lacey, is this. When my mom passed, um, we found out that my mom passed with cancer of the, um, the lower spine, the kidneys, her lung, one of her lungs and her brain. And we found out previous to that, that she had the cancer, but the doctors thought it was arthritis and they were treating it for arthritis. So I went hell for leather after the idiot who, who um, diagnosed her as having, having arthritis. Do you see my point? I was eager to find and put the blame onto some person. It was months, months, months later that it kind of settled in my heart that no matter if I pulled this person out and I put the blame on them and I caused all kinds of hell, my mom wasn't coming back. My mom was still gone. She, I, I could have had vengeance and I could have you know, done whatever, but she still wasn't coming back. So the thing about it is if I pull that doctor out and got him stripped of his, uh, his you know, doctorship or his license to practice, that doctor might have been the one who cures some child. That doctor might be the one who comes up with the cure for cancer anyway. Well, that doctor might be at the right place at the right time to help another one of my family members. So even though mistakes are made, what good or what bad would have come out of it? I don't know. You see my point? So it's really important. Let's have a wee look at what Lacey's added here. The police have it uh, as an open investigation. Unfortunately, her autopsy kept back. It's undetermined um, and her husband was abusive. So I'm really, really sorry to hear that. Lacey, I genuinely am. Um, it, that kind of read, I would never do live on screen anyway. That's not, that's very, that's too heavy. So I would suggest that you contact me um, tomorrow, maybe, on Messenger, Facebook Messenger, and we'll have a chat. But here's the thing, your um, your little sister is going to, con going to try and contact you. She will do everything she can. She'll be moving heaven and earth to try and talk to you so it's important Lacey that you open up your mind and your heart to how she's talking to you I keep getting this amazing um sweet fragrance 
very very light um like almost like um i've forgotten the name of the purple flowers um anyway it's, it's very very sweet and very very light i keep getting this sweet light fragrance around me at the moment um like violets that's the word i'm looking for like a violets kind of a smell um She, uh, I just keep getting. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, like that. And um, you, you've got to stop holding. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, let me retract that. That's not what I'm saying. She sees you holding or cuddling her pillow. Is that right? I keep getting you like wrapped around a pillow like this, and she wants you to know that you're still not allowed to wear her clothes. But I feel like that's a joke. Um. Okay, I, I can't. Um, I, I, basically, she's telling me that she's around, or I'm getting a, I'm getting an energy. He's around you guys. I'm gonna say that, and not, she hasn't once said I'm her sister. I won't ever lie. I won't ever try and put the words down on, on people's mouths because that's not what I'm hearing. But I am getting smells, and I'm getting sounds, and I'm getting around you. I'm getting around you. Okay. Um, I don't know whether there's two moms involved here, but I'm getting two moms. Okay, so, so go. I'm, I'm being told mother one, mother two. Or she was the mother. I don't know. It's something about mother one, mother two. Um, so it's either violets or lilac or something, but there's a, a very, very sweet purple smell, that, a very, very sweet smell that reminds me of what we call Palmer violets and violets smell. But I'm getting that around me a lot. Um, she tell me, uh, well, they're telling me to say something about um, getting the song wrong, getting the music wrong, or getting the song wrong. But doesn't doesn't care. Um, I'm supposed to tell you it's not as bad as you think it is. Okay, it's not as bad as you think it is. And whoever Jason or the J sounding name is, J or G, J, it sounded like Jason to me, um, with that name is being shared in the background. Now, I'm, I'm only going to do that for you, Lacey, because you, your family and yourself are going through a lot of the term, a lot of turmoil. I wasn't opened up and I wasn't pre, pre sort of, um, I didn't put myself in the right place to do readings. I got, I do a, a ritual that does protection over me, this house and you guys um but because you, you're obviously in a lot of turmoil i just opened myself up and just said to my guides can you can you sort something out here um in which case you know they gave me the information i just shared with you but this kind of read is, is very important very very um um oh there joseph was her husband and also my children are jo jace okay i'm gonna say jason and jameson it's not that he was joseph okay but it, it sounds to me more that she's focused on Jacqueline and is it Jacqueline uh, and Jameson? But I keep getting and either Jacqueline's name. I get. I, I don't want to call her Jacqueline. In other words, if I was going to call her Jacqueline, it's because I'm mad at her. So I want to shorten it to JC or jump something like, jump like that. It sounded JC Jason. It sounded like that name. It'll all come out in the wash. Don't worry about that. All righty. 
First of all, Renee has joined us. Um, Renee Hamley, all the way from South Australia. Welcome to the show. Jace. Okay. Because I could hear what sounded like Jace, but I thought it was Jason. Um, so very much connection with Jace and Jameson. You got it? The youngest one, uh, um, the youngest one she, um, I'm being told to talk about has made contact. All right, so just remember that. Talking about um, either uh, um, something that affects the, the right side of the skull, okay? Either the, the, either the temple or the side of the skull. I'm supposed to be pulled that way. Um, right, okay, I got you. Uh, I'm being told to tell you that it's, you, you, okay, not to think of your loved ones as gone, okay? Just think of them being in the next room, because that's the way it is. Think, don't think of them as, they don't understand the concept of death or dead, because they're talking to me. Um, so they just say, look, just tell them I'm in the next room. Okay, because that's the closest thing to it. Alrighty. Um, so we have a Facebook user who says, first time here and not sure what to do. Um, first of all, um, thank you very much, Facebook user, for being here. Very much appreciate that. Um, but whilst you're talking to me on Facebook, um, a lot of you guys are just coming through to me and it just says Facebook user. So I I'm honestly apologize. And you can say it'll just say Facebook user and it won't say your name. So I wholeheartedly um, request or advise every one of you to go across to YouTube, type in Paul Francis Medium, and you'll see the show there. All right. And you click in there, you'll be able to talk to me direct. I'll be able to see who you are and you can talk to me all night. It's far more stable as well um so welcome to all of you you guys too so first uh, share this share the show first time here not too sure what to do but we're going to have a chat about um uh, well this show is all about um literally the, the the journey of life what what it's involved there's more to our life than what we see every single day you know so um what do we see every single day we we th this you know, this conversation I've had tonight uh, with Lacey uh, and uh, sadly the, the lot of her sister, that's a big chunk of our life. There are two absolutes in this life, two, just, just two. One, we're born. Two, we cross over. Those are the two absolutes. They are guaranteed, totally 100% solid gold guaranteed. We'll be born and we'll leave the world. The other absolutes are in 35 years of looking for does life continue i can tell you 100 percent without any second thought or shadow of doubt it does life does continue so i created this show spirit quest the journey of life to discover all of the ways and means that we can um look at life from a, from another perspective rather than just our everyday get up in the morning go to bed at night perspective 
um, I wanted to find out, uh, you know, is religion real? Is life after death real? Uh, and look for um, proof of all of this. Pauline Hughes has joined us. Pauline, good evening. Lovely to see you. Sir Louise Egan says, hey, Paul, this is my first time watching one of your live chats. Do you do uh, certain chats for readings if you are drawn to people? I'm, I'm unsure. Sir, it's I, I have two shows. I have a show on Monday night called Reach Across. And Reach Across Live is totally focused on reads. It's completely and utterly focused on doing reads for people and do cards and, and things of that nature and uh, doing Q&A based upon um, who we are and those who have crossed over. Um, this show here is called Spirit Quest, The Journey of Life, where it's a more of a, um, a focused look at what, what and who we are and how the world affects us and how we affect the world and how that's affected by our friends and family and spirit. So it's a bigger sort of look on what we call normal paranormal like tonight's show i'm focusing on ndes um so a bit later on the show i'm going to get stuck into doing and um, looking at what called ndes so nde stands for near-death experience and we'll have a look uh, at that and i want to hear from all of you guys out there tonight who have maybe experienced an nde or maybe have connections to friends or family who have experienced an NDA. I myself have experienced two NDAs. Um, Alex, uh, um, the first one was kind of flitting, but the second one was very um, intense. And I'll share that with you guys as we get in a bit later on in the show. So tonight we are coming to you with uh, United Public Radio Network. And Joe and the team, thank you so very much for the opportunity to bring my show to your network. We're coming to you live on 105.3 and 107.7 FM live from New Orleans. And of course, live across the globe via the miracle that is the internet. If you're listening to me on Facebook tonight, welcome to the show. It's wonderful to see you. I wholeheartedly advise you to click onto YouTube, type in Paul Francis Newton, find my ugly mug and watch me live from there. It's a far more stable platform. Uh, coming up, the next show to for Sir Louise and Sir Lacey, who were really interested in the reading side of things. The next show of Reach Across is next Monday night at 8 p.m. UK time. That's 3 p.m. in Eastern, by the way. So that's Monday the 30th coming up um, next week. Now, the other big news I wanted to share with you guys is this show, Spirit Quest, is actually moving to a new time slot. We're staying Thursday nights, you know, Thursday afternoon for the United States and other parts of the globe. But here in the UK, it's moving to 9 p.m. our time. So we're zooming up a couple of hours um, to be live from 9 p.m. That's next Thursday. By the way, next Thursday is the 2nd of January. Sorry, yeah, that's that's how my head is so completely and utterly twisted. Second of February, I can't believe I, it wasn't Christmas just a couple of weeks ago. Next next Thursday is the second of February, so January's gone. <laughs> um, and if that's any indication about how the rest of the year is going, we really, really, really need to take a look at what we think is important and what we we know isn't important in our lives 
um, why does time seem to speed up? I did a um, I did a little experiment um, just before Christmas in which I sat down three three uh, timepieces: a normal timepiece, a digital timepiece, and a clock. Okay, and I counted out thirty seconds. Thirty seconds went into a minute. I counted a min uh, sixty minutes within an hour, and there's still twenty-four hours in one day. There are still seven days in a week, and three hundred sixty-five days in a year, made up of twelve different months. So time hasn't changed. Time, linear time, is still the same. So what's different? Okay, why is time seeming to be so? You know, you get up in the morning and all of a sudden you're climbing back. And what happened? Why is time being coming across as being so quick? It hasn't changed. Thirty seconds in a minute, sixty minutes in an hour, twenty-four hours in a day, seven days in a week, three hundred sixty-five days in a year. So time, linear time hasn't changed. What it is, is we're deeming, we're being, we're being trained by the world around us, the digital world around us, that we gotta do things, we gotta do this, you gotta do that, you gotta blah, 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 blah. You know, you don't. Stop. Have a long look at what you think you have to do. And are you doing it because you wanna do it, or are you doing it because you're being told what to do? And you're being told what to do. So I, I tell all my followers, friends, and fans all over the world, stop. Just just stop, okay? Take a very, very minimum of 15 minutes out of every day. Switch off your cell phones, your mobile phones. Switch off your house phones, your office phones, and turn the world off for at least 15 minutes a day. Turn it off. Off, okay? At the beginning, it'll sound like a chore, and people will be like, where the heck have you been? Hey. I took my time, okay? And they'll soon get used to it. They'll go, oh, she'll be doing her time or he'll be doing his time. And then soon they will, if they're going to do it, I might as well do it myself. And you'll you'll realize, A, number one, you'll get a lot more done. And number two, your day won't rocket past and you won't be stressed. And number three, you will live longer. I promise you. So let's have a look at what our um, Sarah has uh shared with me just now sarah louise egan says unsure if this will pass a spirit quest do you believe or know anything about anyone that has passed on and for a younger child in the family to have memories that of that of a person's life they swear um, they swear is their own past i know it's not like it's in, in fact sarah louise it is exactly reincarnation the type of something that you believe in and heard of. I have heard of it on multiple occasions. And my darling Sarah, you're looking at somebody who has experienced it. Yes, indeed. Um, and I experienced it not only on my, my own perspective, um, and I'll share that with you, but I experienced it as well in that one of my managers in some times gone by, and her son walked up to her and spoke fluent mandarin chinese Boop. spoke it to her and said to her you're just my mom now but you're not my real mom okay there is also multiples of tv shows and um cases where people have gone back and uh, there's a great tv show sarah and everybody else listening to me go and the show is called the ghost in my in my child the ghost in my child okay so go on uh youtube that ghost in my child 
after my show, not during my show. And it goes into serious depth about different cases all over the world where children have uh, literally been too accurate about stuff that was um, in a previous life. My own, um, I mean, I, I come from a beautiful part of the world. I come from Ireland, yet I was drawn to Cornwall. And I, I just had, I had no idea why I was drawn to Cornwall, but I'm just drawn. Um, after many, many years of working in the field of um, spiritual work, I'm totally and utterly in the belief that we are drawn back to where we, where we need to be and where we should be. But anyway, I walked onto this airfield. I was always interested in aviation. Nobody understood why, because I was brought up on a farm in the middle of Ireland, so nowhere near an airport. Um, the only um, aviation I saw were the helicopters that flew past on occasion and the odd jet flying way up high in the sky. So nobody could understand why my fixation on aviation was so intense. I mean, properly intense. I remember the very first day that I actually went to get in an airplane. I drove to Belfast Airport and I went to the private aviation section and I said, hey, I want to do a flying lesson. And they were okay. So we set it up. I got into the airplane and I was I remember the feeling I was buzzing. I was sitting in an airplane and I was looking around. I could, you know, by that time I could name all the different dials and what I knew what they did. Um, not because of my previous life, but because I was so interested in flying. So off we go out and uh, the pilot says, Well, I'll, I'll be talking to um, you know the control tower and tell them what we're going to do etc i was like yeah sure enough off we went down the runway up into the air and i was just it was like i climbed into the most comfortable bed ever i just went like that it's like this is where i'm supposed to be so off we go we, and he took us out of the, the catchment area of belfast and we headed out over towards Antrim. And he said, right, I'm going to give you control of the airplane now. And I said, oh. So I took control and he was sort of saying to me, right, here's what we do. And I, I, without, I didn't want to sign facetious or big head. I was like, yeah, I got it. And off we flew. And he said, right, okay, make a, a bank to the left, a bank to the left, bank to the right, bank to the right, pull up, go down, do a stall turn, blah, 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 blah. And he said, so um, so how long have you been, have you been flying? And I said, um, this is my first time in an airplane. He said, no, there's no possible way that this is your first time in an airplane. I said, I promise you with my hand on my heart, I've never been off the ground before. I've never even been on holiday. This is my first time in an airplane. He said, it's not possible. You're flying this airplane like someone who's been flying for 20 years. There's no way you could know how to control the airplane like the way you're doing it. So basically, all of the all of the stuff in my past all of the um the conditioning all of the uh, abilities from my past was working through me Alrighty. um then one night i was i was in a, a meditative state um which went into a sleep which went into like a um a dream but it wasn't a dream it was it turned out that my guides were showing me my past and i remember sitting in this kind of hut thing and i could see the door was cracked over on the right hand side and i could see these propellers turning outside 
and I heard this bell ringing like that and I got up and I went to run to the door but I looked to my right and I can, I'm telling you this now because I remember it distinctly I looked to my right and I could see like this glass case and it had bits and pieces in it but I saw the reflection of the person that was looking back at me and it was not me it was another person first of all it was taller and he had a black moustache he had really dark hair dark eyes and um thick eyebrows and i looked at and i remember saying to myself oh my god that's what i looked like that's what i looked like um then another instance is i came to um, a place called perrinport um here in cornwall and i was walking along with one of the guys in the airport and i went this is all wrong and he said what do you mean this is wrong i said this is just wrong and i started telling them which way things should be he said how could you possibly know that i said because i remember it he said there's no way you remembered it you these these the way that you're talking about this airport was during world war ii it's been changed since then he says i only knew that because i've seen the blueprints there's nobody else there's no way you could know this so like I'm telling you, I'm, I'm just seeing these things are wrong, that, 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 that. He said, you're right, but it's just been changed. So I've been pulled back to Cornwall. I knew Perrinport Airfield, start it again. I knew Perrinport Airfield while it was a World War II active airfield. I flew and then final connection to all of this was I was in a dream. I remember holding the yoke. I was sitting in the airplane. I pushed forward on the yoke like that to make the plane dive and bang. And that was the end of that. So after speaking with a lot of people, friends of mine who've been in this work for a very you know, great many years is literally I was a pilot in World War II. Um, I was either shot down or the plane blew up for some reason or shot from the ground, whatever. And um, I was based here in Cornwall, based over at Paramount Airfield. And that's where all of these skills came back. So uh, talking about reincarnation, absolutely. And there were so many children who were born into families, didn't make it either by, you know, miscarriage or whatever the case may be, or they were born and passed away and come back to the same family that they left in the first place. And there is so much evidence showing that that is absolutely accurate. And these children know stuff that just could not exist it, like, because they, they couldn't know it. Um, then watch the TV series called The Ghost in My Child. The Ghost in My Child. It will blow your mind. Uh, Sarah goes on to say, this happened and keeps happening to my daughter, who's now 11. Sarah, I will happily talk with your beautiful daughter if, you, if you'd like, that'll help you. It started when she was five. Some stuff that she says amazes and even scares me. First of all, don't worry about being frightened because here's the good thing. And here's to, I want to say this to all the moms and dads listening tonight. Uh, Katie Ealing says that's amazing, by the way. And Becky Maycock, lovely and welcome to the show. Um, thank you very much for, for being here, Becky. And Katie, thank you for saying that's amazing. I really appreciate it. Um, to all the moms out there and, and the dads, of course, as well, um, I want to I want to share something with you, which is just going to be, it's going to make your heart melt. But trust me, and I promise you, it's real. Our children choose us, like we chose our moms. Okay. Now, 
please don't get bent out of shape and you're going oh my child is um is you know is an invalid or my, my child has got something serious going wrong and you trying to tell me that they chose that yes they did okay and what, before we come into this world we're shown by what you know what kind of um life is ahead of us we're shown what kind of lessons we're going to learn and whether those lessons be wonderful and we have a fantastic life or will those lessons be short and we have a, a disturbing life we still choose to take them okay because the other side of life is completely different to this one the best way to describe this life we are in right now this life is kind of like school university college okay we're here to learn then we go back to the other side of life with all of the education we've picked up and if we picked up all of the right education and picked up all of the lessons we need to learn we then move up a level and that is it the progression of the soul okay we get to link in and be a part of all of our family members who we've lost um we get to see them and meet them and greet them again and we kind of like life you know what we we realize okay what we went through because of mourning but we understand a different perspective on that so let me just go back into what sarah uh saying here sarah louise egan uh she says that's uh this has happened to me uh, to my daughter who's now 11. Uh, it started when she was five and some of the stuff she says amazes and scares me to hear how in depth she says uh it she was uh, a boy in her past life and he was burnt in a fire and when uh, he was in heaven she was shown a list of people uh, do you want to, there you go look she just she just wrote what i i said previous the who do you want to be your new mom and she said she chose me uh, i was going through tough times at the time i didn't believe it till then and i also found out during my family tree we had a family member from and i can't see what the rest of it is there but um you can't believe you choose to have eight children katie katie um can i just give you one piece of advice get some electric <laughs> there are other ways of keeping warm <laughs> um Sarah goes on to say, uh, do you think that people would have ability to remember past life? Yes, uh, totally. And I have also friends of mine who do what's called past life regression. Okay. And they are clinical and uh, clinical practice hip hypnotherapists, and they can take you right back in previous lives. In fact, I should get one, uh, one or two on to the show as a guest. And uh, we can actually talk all about that particular point of view. Uh, Facebook user says, I had two regressions, one small child, um, the other times a bank manager walking down a couple streets, says Jules. Uh, Jules, see if you can remember the combination to the safe. Uh, I literally have just been telling my friends this the other day, Paul, uh, about leveling up. There you go, says Becky. Um, cheaper to have kids these days. <laughs> Uh, Becky says she would love to have a past life regression. Um, yeah, if you really, guys, guys, listen, trust me. If you feel that you really want to, to, if there's something that, you know, there's there's pieces of the jigsaw puzzle that are missing, and there's bits and pieces that you think that you really want to, it doesn't hurt. It won't hurt you to have a past life regression, um, but only do it with a fully trained clinical hypnotherapist. Don't go to any 
Tom, Dick, and Harry idiot says, "Oh yeah, I can hypnotize you." Don't. No, it's although yeah, I wholeheartedly tell you that it's a great experience. It can be dangerous too if you don't, you know, if you, the, the person is a half-assed kind of point of view. So do it with a fully trained clinical hypnotherapist and nobody else, and only someone who is highly recommended. All right. If you live in the Southwest, I will put you in front of people that um, I highly recommend. Okay. Uh, loving the questions, by the, way, by the way, tonight. Please do keep them coming. And don't forget, please share the show. Tell all your friends and family um, that we are live and come and join us live on the show tonight. And if they've got any questions about NDEs, I really want to hear from anybody who has NDEs tonight, so or has had an experience of an NDE. Please do, um, you know, trip up, come chat to me, and talk about your experience of a, an NDE. What's an NDE? I hear you call. It means near-death experience. So it's an experience of people who have popped out of their body and have experienced something else other than what they were experiencing before now the great thing about it is there are so many great um not just uh you know uh, sort of scenarios and situations where NDEs have happened but registered NDEs with um high level um medical professionals high, high level medical doctors especially doctors who are performing you know, operations on patients who then tell them, I was watching you work on me. And they go, no, there's no way you were doing that. You know, you may think you were, but no, you weren't. No, you, you were doing this and doing that. And the doctors were like, how did they know that? You know? So NDEs um, have been getting more and more and more and more and more registered and more and more recorded to one um, high level hospital in London said, right, okay. What we're going to do is this we're going to put some references on top of lights in the top of the theater and so the operating theater and if another person says why well, i've had an nda we'll quiz them on it and they can say yeah it rose up high up in you know, above the lights and i said blah 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 so they put these big um i don't know plaques or whatever they're called with numbers and letters on them on top of the lights so sure enough, uh, another person said, right, listen, I was watching you. I rose up out of my body. I could see what you guys were doing. And the doctor said, did you notice anything, you know, about the theater? And these people were able to tell them the numbers and the letters that were above the lights. So this is when they started taking it seriously about, you know, the body and the soul being two separate entities and not one because a lot of doctors always said there's no such thing as uh, the soul there's no such thing as energy outside the body and blah 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 until dr even alexander piped up and went i am one of the top five neurosurgeons of the planet and i went to heaven um and he wrote a book called proof of heaven and that was based on an nde near-death experience where he um his experience is well documented his book is magnificent i've read it i've actually picked up another copy of his his new he's got a couple of new books i sitting on my shelves over there i haven't read them yet but i'm too busy writing my next book by the way um i highly recommend by the way that you buy my books Okay, I'm going to put a link up here 
to my books. There they are. And I understand that the Safeway and the Book of Good Wisdom are available via um, Amazon and places like that. However, I would highly recommend that you go to my website, www.paulfrancis111.com and click the links on my website because that will take you straight to my publishers, okay? Who will probably get you the book quicker and cheaper, all right? So um, the book of Quick Wisdom, uh, that was my last release that was the late, just last, last year. Um, and I have a release coming later this year called Walking with the Light. So um, Katie Ealing says, I'll watch this back in the morning. Totally understand that, Katie. But before you, you do go, just to let you know that this show will be moving to a new time slot of 9 p.m. in UK time. That's London GMT. It'll be moving to 9 p.m next thursday but reach across live will be back on monday night at 8 p.m as normal all right marcia has just uh joined us marcia good evening welcome to the show lovely to see you i can't believe it's already 10 to 12. so that means 50 minutes of the show is just on gone they say uh time flies when you're having fun here we go so we must be having fun uh i'm going to take a quick drink here because my mouth's getting a bit dry, I you will recognize the drink, but other drinks are available out there. Okay, I'm not right. I'm not advertising this particular drink. Okay, and I don't normally drink that particular drink. It's just I'm on late tonight, so I need a little bit of caffeine in here. It's three fifty-one in the afternoon. Says Marcia out there in California. I hope California is treating you well. Um, I have a lot of great um people that i deal with on a regular almost a daily basis coming from california and they are always magnificent people with a wonderful uh, outlook on life um so tonight we're going to be discussing uh normal paranormal and we're going to also be discussing ndes near-death experiences so let's have a quick look at the first half of the show which is normal paranormal so you really, before you can even begin to actually consider what judgment or point of view you can put on normal or paranormal, you've got to figure out what normal is. Because normal is your baseline, your, your baseline. If you're doing paranormal investigations, you always do what's called a baseline. In other words, you go back to the property first and you take a baseline in the different rooms. And that's to go from, okay? Well, if you have paranormal, the word para and connected to normal means beyond normality. But you got to then establish what is normal. What is normal? Because you're every single if if you're not involved with this work, spiritual work, or you know, ghost hunting or anything like that, then your normal is one concept. Whereas if you do what I do every single day my normal is connected into this world so you see my point what is normal so i have kind of coined the the um sort of the idea instead of calling it normal and paranormal i call it life and para life okay so life is, is made up of every aspect of who we are and what we do uh, we affect the world the world affects us and you affect the physical world around you even though you may not think you do but you do you affect it in more ways than you could possibly know and it affects you 
as well. And so power life, beyond life. So the reason why I say beyond normal, because normal is, there's so many variants of normal, but life is one, one. We have this life. So what's beyond that? So what I would say power life is dealing with, you know, spiritual energies, dealing with um, various sort of entities like Sasquatch or, you know, Bigfoot, dealing with um, visitors from other planets, uh, various, what we, they refer to as monsters, I just call them creatures that live in different depths of the world. Uh, Loch Ness Monster, for example. That's, that's power life, um, because that's beyond what we would take as life. So what is your concept? What, I mean, what do you call paranormal and do you, does it affect you normally? Um, are you affected by um, different sort of things going on in your house or uh, your workplace or whatever the case may be? Do talk to me about it. I love stuff like this and let's have a chat about it. But if you get a hold of my book, specifically the safe way, it will teach you on how to deal with different energies, how to block negative energies, how to, to release and get rid of negative energies, and how to draw and um, really focus in positive energy so that your life is enhanced. So my book, The Safeway, is available, and it'll, it'll do that. But only get yourself a copy of the Safeway Deluxe. The Safeway was released on three different formats. The first, an original format, then the second format, which was enhanced, and then the final format, which is called the Deluxe version, and it will not be touched again. Um, uh, it was taken two years to write that book, and it's packed. Okay, the next book that came out is the Book of Quick Wisdom. A lot of people allow life to get on top of them daily, and I created a book to take you out of that space. And that's called the, what's what called the Book of Quick Wisdom, where it will basically pull you out. You'll it'll realign your cognitive thinking, and then you can reattack what problems you have in that day from a different perspective. That was why I wrote that book. So Marcia says to me, "So Paul, so what is it when you?" Uh, when you sleep and you hear a light voice uh, in your face calling your name half awake and you say, is that a paranormal dream? Okay, so basically, are you trying to tell me, Marcia, that when you're asleep, that you hear this name shouting you? Um, or, or is it a dream? Well, the point of being here is to be absolutely honest with you. It could well be a dream. Yeah. I'm not going to try and twist it around and make myself look good. Oh, look at me, and I all cool and paranormal. My feet are well and truly on the ground. I am a big believer in eliminating what it is, and then you're left with what it might be. Okay? Is it someone trying to call you? Is it someone trying to make contact through your mobile phone, cell phone? Is somebody shouting at you from outside? So when you eliminate the possible, you're left with the probable. Okay, the probable could be a dream, absolutely could be a dream, but it also could be what you would refer to or what you very rightly call paranormal. Uh, uh, yeah, I heard myself say what? And um, I actually, um, I've, I've done that in the car and I've turned to my wife and went, What? And she's gone, What do you, what do you mean, what? See, you said something to me and I didn't pick it up what you said. And 
she's gone, I haven't had to speak to you. And we've had, at the beginning, you used to have a fair few, like, are you winding me up? Are you taking a mickey? And, you know, that kind of, <laughs> I kind of, uh, sort of competition between us until I figured out it was somebody trying to get a hold of me. So in the situation that, say, Marcia, for example, in the situation where, because we are talking about the paranormal concept here, normal, paranormal. If it is someone who's getting trying to get a hold of you, first and foremost, let me tell you this by saying to you, um, uh, hey, Tony Bright, do us a favor, will you? Uh, sort off and be a prat somewhere else. Thanks very much. Um, I'm not very um, slow in coming forward to idiots who are trying to jump in on the show. Most people who jump on the show and say, do you come to me for an accurate reading? That means they aren't good enough to do it off their own feet. And number two, it's a scam artist. All right so it was a kind voice though now let me just go back to what we sent to marcia uh marcia the uh, what i was about to say to you was if the very fact that they're talking to you means that they're very likely connected to you so it's most likely a family member who's crossed over and they're trying their best to get a connection to you without really disturbing you okay um, some prat by the name of Tony Bright tried to jump in on the show there and do reach for people. Do me a favor. See when you get idiots like that, block them immediately and report them to Facebook, guys, all right? Because they're con artists. Um, watch the paranormal caught on camera earlier. It was really good. Pulled the guest activity. Now, I love all that. So we're, we're staying in the paranormal field. So in the second half of the show, we'll go to the NBA. So we're staying in the paranormal field. So marcia um first and foremost nothing to be frightened of because if they're trying to talk to you you can be well assured they're very gentle and they're wanting to just connect with you already uh number two um the second part of that would be um oh look, look jesse king jesse king trust me folks is the biggest con artist that's walked this planet all right he ripped he took he was dumb enough to rip off my niece okay so report that in and get straight off the bat okay don't use that cretin jesse king medium he's about as much of a medium as this bottle all right cretin rip off more artist so yeah so she said she was uh, she wasn't scared that's good so it's very because you'll get the feeling um, people say to me, have you ever um, encountered negative energy? Yes, but not as often as you would think, okay? You'd be surprised uh, at that. See, the people think, oh, yeah, I've, I've been around evil. No, you haven't, um, because evil doesn't jump up and go, hey, I'm evil. Look at me. I'm evil, okay? Evil is very, very in the background. It's very sneaky. It does things without you knowing. It doesn't let you know that it's around you and can it does things and then you'll find yourself starting to have arguments with people you love for no reason you find yourself you can't sleep you're tired all the time argumentative sick that's when you're being affected by something that's not pleasant but all of these people who go um, oh it's poltergeist well, we'll cover that one in a second already and i always say to people as well why is it you only come across demons in America? Okay, but we'll come across that in a moment. Um, we have benevolent loved ones 
who take the opportunity to talk to us when we're in bed because that's the time they can get our attention. Okay. There is other ways that they can get our attention. Like there's a thing called overshadowing. Okay. Um, I've experienced that for myself where I, I was walking up um, one side of the street in Penzance and Cornwall. And I looked across the road and I swear I saw my mother walking down the other side of, life, of, the, other side of the street. And I want to shout out to her, literally want to shout out to her. And it was obviously my guide clicking in going, Paul, Paul, your mom's crossed. I was like, oh, no. yeah. And for one split second, I went back in the morning and I came out of it again. And I realized what, I, what, the, what our friends family who have crossed over can do, they can do a thing called overshadowing. So basically, if there's someone that looks similar to them, okay they can overshadow them and you can see pretty much all of their features and you're like oh my god you know and then it'll it'll sort of fade and you'll realize that you know the person that you're working at isn't isn't the person you thought they were um so that's one way of them letting you know that they're around you so for that split second i went into mourning again went into sadness oh my, my mom's gone and then i went oh oh she's trying to let me know she's around me I think from that point of view. Uh, Facebook user says, when you're wide awake, um, let's just bring that up so I can see it up here. Here we go. I, once again, Facebook user. Uh, when you're wide awake, walking outside, you hear a very familiar voice. No one on earth could possibly sound like your mom. What is that all about, Paul? Yes. I mean, you've answered it. No one else on this earth could possibly sound like your mom. I rest my case, my lord. What is that all about? I just freeze and look for my mom. It puzzles me. Well, first and foremost, well done for accepting accepting it. Because the more you accept it, the more you understand it, that, that it could very well be your mom trying to get a hold of you, the more they will do that. Uh, Julie, okay? The more that they will do that for you. Julie, best thing to do, sweetheart, is zoom across to YouTube. Click on there and watch me through there because it'll bring your, your name up straight away. So, Julie, the very first and foremost, well done for accepting the fact that that could well be your mom. That's that's 50% of the battle over. Okay, You're ex you're accepting the fact that you've uh, recognized the tones um, and the nuances of her voice. That's another big part of that battle over with. So the more that she's getting through, the more pieces of the puzzle she's putting together, the more she will do it. And the more you accept it, pretty soon you'll be able to do direct contact. I would say you already made direct contact, but you know a lot of people want to see a bit more of the, uh, the actuality. Now, how far do we go with this actuality, you know, this, this actuality thing? Before we get into that, I just want to say to all of the Facebook users who've been listening to the show tonight and are no longer chatting to me in the chat room, you've probably been blocked for some reason by Facebook. Please refresh your page or, which I highly recommend you do, zip across to YouTube, type in Paul Francis Medium and come and watch me on the show and talk to me through there. Jesse King medium. That's annoyed me. I've allowed that to annoy me, which is something I tell everybody. Don't like things that do annoy you, but that's annoyed me because that cretin Jesse King actually took a pile of money from my niece 
and said that she was late for a reading and wouldn't do the reading but wouldn't give her the money back so i told you the truth there by the way folks i highly recommend that you tell everybody what a rip-off merchant that cretin is um so uh i've had it happen to me i saw my mom but it was like one there you go marcia so you're actually literally talking about the overshadowing concept it is um that that voice that you're hearing you see there's a woman um called me marcia uh, and my name is marcy <laughs> but it's you got to understand as well uh marcy that that um spirit doesn't have vocal cords like we have okay so they have to make air sound because that's what sound is sound is vibrational air that vibrates on our eardrums and we our nerve endings and our brain turns it into sound so spirit has to do the best it has or best it can with what it's got um so like when i'm when i'm doing reads i will hear for example i may hear oh, that so i'll say like there's an mr or an ma name here like because i'm here like that so they won't go it's marcia that i want to speak to because that would make my life a lot easier the odd occasion they do but very rare anyone um basically go across to my youtube channel everybody um come and talk to me on there but also go on to my my website www.paulfrancis111.com and subscribe okay it's there's no cost involved whatsoever but um, there's the the new website is being updated and a lot more information going on to it all the time okay uh you're joining me here tonight on uh uprn that's the united public radio network coming to you live on 105.3 and 107.7 fm live from new orleans and right after tonight's show i'll be followed by the outer realm and that is with the magnificent michelle de rocher and the equally phenomenon that is the beautiful amelia Pisano. and they will be joining me not joining me they'll be joining you right after after tonight's show so make sure you stick around to watch that um i had a load of messages by the way um last from last monday night's show which was connections and symbolisms which kind of bleeds into tonight's show with relation to normal paranormal um so in marcia's case and all of the other cases that we've been talking about tonight symbolisms are quite important like at the beginning of the show i was talking about i was picking up this very sweet smell um, that's a symbolism because they can affect the air around me and make it smell like that or they can affect my senses so I think I'm smelling a beautiful sweet smell 90% of the time it's the actual smell I'm picking up um, so people were saying oh my god I, I listened to your show and this is happening and that's happening it's great because if you hear somebody like me telling you this was this is how it works then all of these little things that you're picking up you're going to be starting to go oh my god it wasn't in my mind it really happened yes we're getting there the whole reason i do what i do is to educate okay and say listen you know your friends of army who have crossed over marcy your mom do you think your mom wants to talk through me or do you think she wants to talk directly to her little girl i guarantee you she wants to talk directly to her little girl Okay. It's a good idea to go to a medium 
um, and in somebody who's really down to earth and really honest. Um, there's quite a few mediums out there who claim to be that, and they are very far from it. Okay. But if you come to me, for an example, um, I would just be 100% honest. If your mom wasn't coming through to me, I wouldn't make it up. I would just say, I'm not going to link to her. But however, here's what we do. Um, it's important that if you want to go and visit a psychic medium, only go to one that's been highly recommended. Okay. That's my advice. So 10 past 12 tonight here in the UK. Uh, which means it's around about 10 past 7 in the evening if in the United States. Um, I don't know what time it is with uh, Marcy tonight over in California. Uh, but in Eastern time, it's uh, around about 10 past 7. So welcome to your evening. And I do hope it's a pleasant evening for you. I do hope you're enjoying your day. Slow down. Okay, rearrange what you would call a normal day into a day that suits you and a day that brings you joy, happiness, and understanding. Once you've figured out joy, happiness, and understanding, the rest will just fall into place. We are beings of energy. We attract and repel energy. Okay, we are magnets to energy. So if we're in a bad mood, you're a magnet to negative energy. If you're in a good mood, you're a magnet to positive energy. Tell you what, don't tell me, don't let me tell you what to do. You choose what you want. Okay. Um, so, Julie, yes, the very fact that um, you're making the connection is really important. Uh, that's vital because that is building on that particular um, connection so that you can make it stronger and stronger every single time. You can then say to them, listen, guys, thanks very much for coming through to me, but I want you to do it a little bit more of a formality. And they can do what's called a visitation, and they will connect you through dreams today. Uh, Marcy says, when I started dating my hubby, um, I was watching his dog at his house uh, when he went when he went somewhere. The dog and I uh, were on his bedroom, on, on his bed in his bedroom. The door slowly closed. The dog literally looked at me. <laughs> I can imagine what was in the dog's head going, did you just say that? What the, what was that? <laughs> she literally, uh, like, did, did you see that? Uh, I had felt for a while someone was watching me. Um, nothing scary. It just turned out uh, psychic. I know said it, it was his dad. Let me know he was glad I was in his life. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that he didn't have to watch over him now because he had me. Um, I had not had another accurate. Um, I haven't seen. I can't see the rest of that, my darling. So apologies for that. Um, but here's a great thing as well, Marcia. It, it's a big possibility that your husband's dad put you in your husband's path. Because I have found so many, many times in the past that, say, a husband or a wife has crossed over, they're very involved with bringing love into the other person's life again. Okay, they're, they're, uh, over and over and over, I find that they get involved because they don't want to see the person they've left behind in a state of loneliness and state of sadness. So they will put love in their pathway for them. Okay. They can put love in the pathway over and over and over, but if the person doesn't pick up the gauntlet, it won't happen because we have a thing called freedom of choice. Um, 
<laughs> Julie Sharp says, did see my mom when, when younger, but totally freaked me out and probably be fine now. But that's the thing, you know, even I said um, over and over many, many times, I would probably be fine. But if I turned around and my mom was standing in the hallway looking at me, I would likely pass out. We think we're fine. We think we're mentally capable of seeing a loved one appear in front of us, but I can guarantee you we're not. The very first thing that will happen is we will re, re, we will go back into the moment that we lost them. Okay, that's that's a given. Okay, we will re, revert to that moment of sadness, to that moment of loss, stress, and uh, we revert to the uh, the point of mourning. That's a, that's a given. Okay, so that's why they don't just appear in front of us. But they can, it takes an immense amount of energy for them to do that. They can, but they don't. His ex-wife had left him and his dad had passed within the year. They split up. My hubby was not in a good place. I can well understand that, Marcia. And well done you. And thank you for coming into his life and, and bringing him stability, love, strength and support. Well done you. You're, you're a good person. Well done. So we've moved into the second half of tonight's show, and we're going to start going into an area called NDE. What's that? I hear you cry. It's called near-death experience. That's what it is. Near-death experience is a profound personal experience which is associated with death or impending death, which researchers claim share similar characteristics. Okay. When positive and such experiences may encompass a variety of sensations, including which, like a detachment from the body, feelings of levitation, total uh, serenity, total total peace, security, warmth, um, absolute, completely disillusion with the, with with the earth, and very often the presence of light. However, that's not always the case. Mine wasn't that case, and we'll show that shortly. Um, they can have negative experiences as well, such as sens uh, sensations of maybe anguish, distress, void, devastation, and maybe vast emptiness. There's that kind of kind of kind of balance to it as well. People report seeing hellish places, such as their uh, their own rendition of hell, or even concepts of what people think is the devil. Um, so near death experiences aren't all lush there are those who are who see the opposite side of it so when people say to me paul is there a heaven and i say yeah and they go is there a hell i go yeah have i got proof of either no no i haven't um, i can tell you what i've experienced but that's my proof is it yours Hello. um I have had many experiences in my life, says our Marcia, and share, share them, my darling, share them. Hello from Pennsylvania in the United States. Hi, Facebook user from Pennsylvania. What is your name? Because you're coming up on my page here as Facebook user. I'd love to hear your name. Please share it with me. Um, so don't forget, tonight we're coming to you live from the United Public Radio Network, UPRN.com. And that is one, the wonderful Joe and the team. Uh, we're coming to you live on 105.3 and 107.7 FM, directly live on the airwaves from New Orleans. 
Uh, right after tonight's show, I'm being followed by the supreme duo, okay, the wonderful Michelle de Rocher and Amelia Pisano, and they will be bringing you the actual realm. So stick around and listen to a real show after you've listened to this track. Um, I do my best. I do my best. People say, do you know, we love listening to you. A lot of people like to listen to me because it's my accent, really, and rather what I'm saying. Joan McCluskey Banks. Joan, welcome. Welcome to the show. What a very Irish name, McCluskey. Joan McCluskey uh, Banks being obviously uh, one of the double barrel me posh. But um, McCluskey is um, a very Irish name for a start. And secondly of all, it's also the surname of the lead singer of OMD. Okay. So NDE, near-death experiences. Um, gladly, I can only report all of the people that I've, I've encountered have had very, very positive experiences of NDEs. Have you, or do you know anybody who has had an NDE? There's a magnificent book by Dr. Eben Alexander, and hopefully in the not too distant future, I'll be able to get a hold of him and have him come on as a guest on the show to talk about uh, his book, um, Proof of Heaven. Okay, I highly recommend that particular book. Um, it's a it's a great read. It's it's a very intensive read um, because he's a he was a prominent um, neurosurgeon before he wrote his book. And he suffered a uh, an experience where he had a, an illness. I've gone blank on the name of the illness for now. It'll come to me in a minute. And meningitis. He suffered with meningitis, which affected his brain. Literally, there was pus coming out of his brain. And he went into um, uh, a sequence of that took him through a near-death experience. Uh, Marcy says, when I was in my 20s, uh, I was on an acid trip at home with my friends i swear i had a vision during that uh, i'll just bring it up on the main screen so i can i can read it better because the, the writing's bigger <laughs> my eyes are these a little bit sort of uh shall we say unfocused um uh, so marcia says when i was in my 20s i was on an acid trip in my home uh, with my friends i swear i had a vision during my aunt who was about to encounter had fallen on the floor out of her bed well a few days later, she was found on the ground. I'm sorry to hear that for a start. Uh, within that vision, I call it um, uh, being under acid. I swear it gave me a glimpse into when she was going to pass. It did happen the way and the day. And it was so long ago she passed a, a week later. Um, well, first and foremost, it could have been a contribute for you to tap into that particular area of your life, power life um it's it's an amazing concept that you were able to experience with marcia because at the end of the day it shows you there is more to this life than just what we see and deal with on a daily basis um i have found that people who meditate people who pray people who do both of course um they have a far far better perspective on life they have a far better life okay because they let go of all of the stupidity of life okay but what do i call stupidity of life 
all of the areas of our lives where we're told we must do this, we must do that, we must eat this food, we must eat that food, we shouldn't eat this food, we shouldn't eat that food. Doctors one minute saying apples are the best things to sliced bread, and then they're going, don't eat apples, they've got full of acid, and oh, you know, crap. How did the human race last this long without us being, or, you know, being able to handle life before health and safety become a big issue and insurance became an issue? Um, the Our lives do not revolve around the dollar or the pound or any other denomination. They don't. They, that, the pound denomination, uh, the dollar, revolve around us in fact one of the things i was trying to teach some time ago was money does not exist it doesn't exist if you say well actually paul that's not true because i'm actually holding um a dollar ten dollar twenty dollar fifty dollar bill in my hand or pounds for that matter um i said you know read it again read it it says I promise to pay the bearer of this note. I promise to pay the bearer of this note. So, where's the money? You've got a note in your hand stating that you have £20 or $20 somewhere and you promise to pay them, but you give them that note. They accept the note as... Uh, as actually, the, the transition of the note between your hands to theirs actually becomes a contract did you know that once they accept money from you it's a contract and a contract is mutually beneficial that's what the word contract means mutually beneficial in other words you get to gain and the person receiving it has to gain as well so they get a gain of an increase of 20 dollars 20 pounds and you get to gain a sandwich <laughs> or whatever it is that you're trying to purchase um but why did my mind take me off on that journey for a second? Um, NDEs is what we're all about here. Near death, let me share my uh, NDE with you, and then hopefully it'll give you a little bit of courage that you may share your NDEs with me. Well, some 12 years ago, um, well, around about the time I had the NDE was about nine years ago, 10 years ago, something like that. Uh, I was very ill. Sadly, I had contracted cancer. Um, cancer had uh, affected me on two levels. It, it affected me. Um, I had testicular cancer, which enough was that was bad enough. But then it transcribed that I had also um, lymphoma uh, as well. So, literally, what the doctors had to do was chase the cancer from my left shoulder down to my right groin, and I had to go through intense radiotherapies and various other bits and pieces. So at the beginning of it all, it's, it's all tickety-boo and off we go. But as you get further into the treatments, you become a little bit more and more ill. And to the point where I can assure you the cure is worse than the illness. The point where I couldn't even remember my name. So I ended up in hospital because my vital organs were beginning to shut down. That's all part of the truth. The thing about it is I have nothing but fantastic things to say about the medical professionals here in the uk uh, my daughter's one of them for a start but i'm here talking to you because of their skill and their devotion okay so i have nothing but great things to say about them but i remember lying in the hospital bed 
and I was lying there and I, I remember thinking I am so hot it's untrue and next thing there's a, a feeling it was a feeling not a sound of like that like, like a, that was the feeling just like, a, like that and I found myself levitating going up okay now the weird thing about it was as I was going up the feeling of rising was there but I couldn't see anything I wasn't like seeing you know, I wasn't seeing the ceiling come towards me or I wasn't seeing anything I had my eyes closed when I had the feeling of this pop sensation and next thing I'm I feel like I'm going higher and higher and I'm literally in this room and I'm in this room and I'm like looking around the room but the room is dark it's just a dark room but I no feeling of fear of any kind and then I got a feeling of people around me I couldn't see them with my eyes because the room was dark but I could I kind of feel the shapes I know that sounds a bit stupid please bear with me I could feel the shapes the shapes were there then physically I could feel fingertips touching me literally from my feet all the way to the top of my head all over my body head face neck shoulders back front sides legs knees thighs calves feet the top to the bottom all the way and i remember the feeling being like what's the right word here just serene peaceful there wasn't like overwhelming happiness there wasn't any of that it was just peaceful you're just like okay you know this is the way things are not oh my god i'm dead what the hell am i going to do none of that nothing like that then i had one of these people say to me okay it's time for you to go back and i remember saying to this person ah hang on a second now i don't want to go back and i know you can't make me go back and they were going paul you need to go back okay everything's going to be fine you need to go back and i remember saying again I'm not going back and you can't make me go back. And they went, Paul, you've got work to do. Go back. And they just tapped me on the shoulder like a like that. And then that's when I started seeing things. So I felt myself descending. This time I could see across the ward of the hospital, literally right across the ward. And I could see a lot of people all around the ward. Only the weird thing about it was the, the patients that were in their beds were kind of all doing one thing but then I could see a lot of people each side of those so there was people to the left of their beds people to the right of their beds and then I looked into the corridor and there's a gentleman walking up the corridor with one of those drip stands you know on wheels and there were two people each side of him with their hands on his shoulders and I remember seeing this so vividly so I remember looking down and seeing myself and seeing the top of my head and thinking, oh, that's weird. You know, and I, genuinely, those were the words I used. I remember saying, ha, that's weird. And next thing, I was in my body again. And I remember opening my physical eyes. I opened my eyes. Now, all of the other people that I'd seen before on the way down to my body, whoop, gone. Just the patients were in their beds. 
the gentleman who had gone past the entrance of our part of the ward, I could see him. All of the people each side of him, gone. All of them, gone. And I was just back to me again. I remember lying there thinking, did that just happen? So about 15, 20 minutes, half an hour later, doctors and nurses turned up and they went, you look okay. And I'm like, yeah, and? They went, right, right, okay. We were getting a ice bath ready for you. And I was like, what do you mean an ice bath? And they wrote, your, your temperature was too high. And we were thinking the only way to bring it down because we'd given you the medication and we were going to give you an ice bath. At which point my humor came up and I went, Doc, if you'd have stuck me in a bath full of ice, you would have been coming in with me. And they all, everybody laughed. He said, but your, your temperature has dropped. Well, let me tell you, get folks, I didn't know this, but they had told my family and friends uh, a day or two earlier that they gave me maybe three weeks. That's all they gave me, okay? Because they said um, the cure was literally tearing my body apart. Let me tell you the real life scenario. One week, less than one week after my experience of the NDE, I was walking at the front door of the hospital. I remember walking out, it was raining. And I remember thinking, this is magnificent. And one of my two of my pals that came and picked me up said, I'm really sorry it's raining on the day the day you get to go out of the hospital. I went, you know what? This is magnificent. This could not be a better day. The rain is brilliant. I'm loving it. And I put my hands up and let it rain on my face. And what it was was I was so elated that I was here. Here's the negative side. When I was up there with those people who were, I'm assuming, curing me, I didn't care anymore. I did not care. I didn't care about my children. I didn't care about my wife. I didn't care about my life. I just wanted to be in that serenity. I wanted to be in that place of peace. I wanted to be in that place of no more worries or stresses. But I realized the worries and stresses that we deal with on a daily basis are the worries and stresses we set up for ourselves. So I quickly got stuck into mind training and how we look at problems and situations. And quite simply, here's a little bit of a, I don't know, a little saying for you. A problem is a situation with an answer. That's all it is. A problem is a situation that has an answer. If you find the right answer for that problem, problem solved. They only get out of hand when you attach, attach so much emotion to them. Okay? So what you do is you have a problem. You look at that problem. You look for a solution or a situation to that problem. But we as people tend to add a whole heap of emotion on top of that. So now we're going to deal with the emotion and the problem. Step back. Look at it. And that's why I wrote the little book of quick wisdom. Problem is a situation that has an answer. Find the answer, problem solved. Next. NDEs, near-death experiences, they are there. If you've had an NDE, share it with me. Uh, do we meet up with our friends and family and pets in heaven? Yes, absolutely, totally, 100%. No questions asked, Marcia. They do. We do. 
and the the most the, the people who are closest to us they actually um, meet us and they help us transit from this earth plane to the, the next life. William Garrison um, just says to, uh, he's literally sent me a message, he says, do you think all of the spirits in the hospital could be lost, confused, so not quite sure where to go? I had an accident and I just continued on my journey, but I could imagine um, being confused and not having a clue. I never really thought about it, but I just continued on with my journey. Others might not be quite so sure. Um, it was getting pretty confused. William, first of all, foremost, Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being at the um, at our show tonight. And I have had um, a quite a number of instances through my career where spirit energies, you could quite comfortably say were confused. Yes, indeed. In fact, one was so funny that you could literally have played the Benny Hill music to it and it would have fitted perfectly. Okay, I was asked to attend a property not too far from where I live right now, where um, the entity or the energy within the house was throwing DVD players, not the discs, the actual machines, throwing the players, the machines across the room. So they said, could you please come out? Um, we have a very negative energy in the house. It's evil, it's blah, 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 blah. So I went, yeah, okay. So out I went. Uh, into the house I went, I did a baseline and I immediately picked up on this energy and this energy immediately picked up on me and then I started trying to follow it around the house so literally around the house it went um, so if you can imagine it went into one room I went into it went out of that room into the next room and so I, all you, if you'd filmed it and went I've speeded it up. You've been watching a Benny Hill episode. So eventually, I cornered this guy in the corner of one of the rooms. So I had the owner of the house with me and a couple of my team. So I said to my team, step outside. I just need you guys to step back. So they step outside. So I said to the owner of the house, this is where it's happening, right? She went, yeah. And I said, it's to your daughter. It's not to you, right? She went, yeah. And I said, right, okay, the reason it's happening around your daughter is your daughter, he has made a connection to your daughter. In other words, your daughter has said, right, yeah, I can see you, you're here. Um, and the reason why he's making it happen around your daughter, because that's the only person he can get through to you. Everybody else is ignoring him. So number one, he's not evil. It turned out after he gave me his name, was he was the person who built the house, William. He built the house. So he was basically saying, who are you lot in my house? Why are you in my house? So once I explained to him that not only could he come back at any time he wanted, and I don't mean come back next Tuesday, I mean he could come back at any time, any linear time, 1950s, 60s, 70s, whatever, and that in fact he should have gone with his daughter initially, and then his wife, and then his mom and dad, etc., and gone to the light. Once I explained that to him, that's all I had to do, just explain it, all of the activity in the house dropped, stopped. So yes, he was confused. He was confused about why people were in his house. So I understand that there was a lot of activity in hospitals, 
especially mental hospitals, by the way. So yes, I would say confusion can happen, especially if somebody's suffering from a very, very strong mental condition on the cross. That mental capacity can go with them. Because the reason why I'm saying that is, if my abilities to fly an airplane came with me, why not their their understanding of you know their confusion go with them? Now they will still be met by the people that they mourned, okay, that, that, that have gone ahead of them. They'll still be met, and then they'll go through what's called an orientation. In other words, here's where you are. Here's all the people you've lost. By the way, we're all been waiting for you, you know, welcome. And then they'll be reorientated back into um, how to reconnect with our friends and family. But there are those people who maybe choose not to go toward that light. And they still continue to walk. And we call them hauntings. Okay. So there's a big area that kind of falls into this. I mean, we've, we're kind of moving away from NDEs here. But that's okay. We're all on the same plane here. There's a big area that I have a big issue with. And these these mediums that call themselves clearing mediums. You know, when they walk in the house and clear it. And I have a big issue with that. Because... Who are you clearing? Like, for example, that gentleman who built that house. I could have gone in there with all guns blazing and cleared the place of energy, thrown him out of his own house. Do you think he'd have been happy to stay out of his house? No. I would think he'd have pushed and bent the world to get back into his house. But instead, I took the time to explain to him and say, hey, you know, you can come back here at any time you want. Any time to the time when you build these properties. And once I explained that, he just settled and went on to the next phase of his life. Um, Facebook user says, lots of haunted hospitals. Haunt, and then another Facebook user says, hospitals are not haunted. Well, I can tell you here and now, um, being um, from a very medical family, um, my daughter, who is a professional medical, will all disagree with you. All of them will disagree with you. A lot of hospitals have a lot of active activity that goes on with them because a lot of patients... By the way, there's another area that we haven't discussed yet. NDEs can be active even though the person is, say, for example, um, still alive. Okay, and maybe in a particular uh, deep coma. There is a lot of evidence to say people who are energies or people who've been in a coma have actually been able to step out of their body and see what's going on around them, even though they're medically just asleep, but they've been able to step out of their body. So you could turn around and say that's a holding. It's not a holding, but they are active in that particular place. So I can assure you, whoever said hospitals are a haunted, and I can't see your name, by the way, just, just as Facebook user. Uh, first of all, thank you for being here. I appreciate that your input and your input is valid. However, my experience um, um, over the last 35 years is they are very active because that's where a lot of people cross. A lot of people are um, medically, shall we say, fighting for life there. So there's a lot of activity. We are literally only 10 minutes left of the show. Um, I'm afraid to leave my kids. I see myself not uh, crossing over. I'm not ready to leave it. Absolutely right. First of all, Simon, 
Simon Clark, thank you for being here. I appreciate that. Uh, Lynn has just shared your name with me. Uh, I appreciate your point of view, and your point, point of view is very valid. I'm not here to put you down and tell you anything different. I'm here to share experiences and information with you. If you choose to take that information on, glad to share it with you. If you choose not to, I'm still equally glad to share it with you. Um, Marcia says, I'm afraid to leave my kids, etc. I see myself not crossing over. I'm not ready to leave yet. That's all right. And you keep your mind set on exactly how long you want to be here. Uh, I'm a big believer that if you convince yourself that you're going to cross over by a certain date, then you will be gone. Okay. Because you'll put yourself in a position that makes you cross over by that date. Me personally, I always set my, my sights at about 100, 120. So um, I want to kind of last as long as I possibly can. All righty. Um, but when it's my time to go home, I'll go home. Okay. Because I know I'm going to be met with my mom and dad. I know I'm going to be met with whoever members of my family who have gone ahead of me. I'll meet with them. So it's not going to be a negative experience. So I don't want to die. Don't get me wrong. I'm not interested in going. But when I do go, I'll be all right. Have you finished? Uh, I have unfinished business. And my life is just beginning. Okay, Marcia, then you really, really need room to think about that. Why would you have unfinished business? Think about that. Okay. What's important to you is your husband, your children, and your life. That's what you need to focus on, not whether or not you've got unfinished business. Stuff that. Okay. Live every single day to the absolute max. Take a very, very minimum, very minimum of 15 minutes out of every day just for you okay forget everybody else and everything take that out just for you and go back to what i refer to as the basics of life what's the basics of life <sighs> that's the basics of life take the time out sit under a tree close your eyes and breathe turn off your mobile phone your cell phone turn off all connection to everything and everybody and just take that time for you. And I promise you, you will, your life will get better. You'll get healthier and you'll live longer and you'll de-stress. Stress is the biggest killer of people on this planet. All right. Guys, we are literally coming towards the end of the show. Thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your strength. Thank you for your love. Please continue to support the show. Please share the show. And come and join me next Monday night for Reach Across. And Reach Across Live will be back with you at, that's 8 p.m. UK time, but 3 p.m. Eastern. And I'll be doing raids and cards and all of that kind of stuff. But more importantly, what I love to do most of all, which is uh, chat with you. Um, you can talk to me directly one to one. Uh, Tamara James, uh, Tamara Jones says, "Thanks for being a beautiful blessing." Oh, Tamara, thank you for saying that. That's so very, very kind of you. I appreciate that. Okay, I appreciate life to the absolute max. My wife is in a room, two rooms away from me. Uh, she's here because of the grace of the great people of the medical profession. Um, a year ago. Uh, we nearly lost her due to brain cancer. They took a, a tumor out of her brain the size of a walnut. So I'm very, very much 
appreciative of life. Uh, Tony Egan says, but you've just come at the end of the show, Tony, but I will quickly pop up what you say. Hi, Tony. My name is Tony. I keep getting visitors at night, which keep me uh, waking up. I've never seen them, but know that they are there and they keep giving me panic attacks. Okay, first and foremost, let me just quickly um, help you before we call it a day. Tony, the only thing that energies have who come to visit you, the only thing they have over you is fear. That's it. That's all they got. Alrighty. And the more you uh, become fearful, the more energy they get. Okay. However, here's the thing. You are in control. You are totally in control. Now imagine if somebody real came into your house. Okay. What would you do? So somebody that shouldn't be there came into your house. What would you do? Probably drop kick their butt through the door, right? Um, and you would do something about it. Okay then you should treat this situation with no less vigor. Say to these people who are coming to visit you, by the way, say, right, I understand you're here. I recognize that you're here. However, I don't appreciate what you're doing. I don't want you scaring me. You will stop it here and now. If you want to talk to me, you want to connect with me, that's fine. Do it in such a way that I can understand who you are and why you're here. Take control. Be that precise, be that strong, and say, by the way, I'm now protected. I'm protected by the white light of love and divine protection. Tony say, I want the angels of protection to come into my room, fill it with the white light, and keep me safe. And say it with that conviction. Don't say it and go, but I know it's not going to happen, because that's very, very weak. And any protection that you will get will be weak. Say it with vigor, confidence, and force and i promise you that's exactly what you'll get come and join me tony next monday night at 8 p.m uk time or 3 p.m eastern um i've got a lovely person popping in just at the very end there saying hey paul facebook user i'm so sorry um all of you lovely people who are joining me tonight via facebook um if you haven't clicked on the um allowance stream yard to use your name and your profile then you come up on my page here as Facebook user. My advice, zip across to um, YouTube, type in Paul Francis Medium and join me on YouTube because this is live on YouTube as well. Oh, by the way, I nearly put it in my voice to say at the beginning of the day of the show and it didn't. This is now going live on Roku TV, R-O-K-U TV. So we are now, that was the other big thing I had to share with you guys. We are live on Roku TV. Ah, yeah. We eventually, Spirit Quest has made it on TV. We've done it. But uh, Kelly says, hi, well, hi, Kelly. Um, we're at the end of the show. I'm really, I'm, I'm really, really sad. I can't really get into this, this with you, but... Um, Noelle says, my dad passed in December. Um, I'll just bring that up so I can see it better. My dad passed in December. There's so much change happening in my life. I feel he's around me, says Noelle. Noelle, you can be absolutely assured that not only is he around you, but he could be very well be putting things in front of you, things in your path to try and help you get to your goals. They can't live our life for us. So don't expect them to do that. But 
your dad was your dad here and he's not going to stop being your dad when he gets the spirit that's when i say i will walk into any place anywhere i have no fear because i know my mom and my dad are with me they protected me here and they'll protect me from the other side of life too okay my grandmother gave me without knowing she was giving me a nugget of absolute perfection she used to say to me son it's not the dead you want to be frightened of it's the living i never forgot that ladies and gentlemen i'm going to bid you good night i'm going to wish you all the very best between now and next monday when i come and see you again i can see you now kelly kelly mclaughlin there's my darling kelly um hi sweetheart I, i'm just at the end of the show come on to this uh come on to youtube next time as well but i'm back monday night and uh, in the uk time uk time is 8 p.m but in eastern it's 3 p.m i'm not too sure what time it is kelly in, in new york but um come and join me that's next monday night the 30th of january and uh, reach across live when i'll spend an, another two hours with you and then the following thursday on the 2nd of february the new time for spirit quest will be 9 p.m which is 4 p.m eastern okay so four o'clock eastern time next thursday the new the um spirit quest shifts up to uh the new time thanks so very much and my lovely dear pal kelly mclaughlin coming and sticking her head in the door just at the end of there kelly you made my day just by taking the time out to be here uh marcy says i never got to say goodbye to my dad you don't have to sweetheart you don't have to just go into go sit down in a chair take a picture of him put him on your lap and talk to him i promise you with all my heart and soul he gets it Alrighty. and the same with noel just take a picture of your dad set it on your lap and talk to him like you're talking to me he will get it you don't have to say goodbye because they don't go anywhere until i see you again don't forget you have roger's show on saturday this mug's for you roger uh, Roger senior and his lovely wife Faye. and i will be back with you on monday night at 4 p.m eastern 8 p.m uk time and right after this show tonight though you have the outer realm with the beautiful michelle de rocher and amelia passano make sure you hang around and talk to them in the meantime go and visit my website www.paulfrancis111.com um just coming across the bottom of my screen right now subscribe all free of charge there's a lot of information on there there's links to all the different shows and there's even links to how you can learn and start meditation before we go any further i will be doing um, we're coming up at the end of the month and i will be doing many seminars on how to meet your guides and quite a few other bits and pieces connected to that so make sure you sign up again um, and join us on for these mini seminars speak of the devil and he's sure to appear roger garza senior once again could log on to youtube just about to go but wishing you guys all the very best good night god bless make sure you take time out of your life to communicate appreciate and validate all of those people in your life that are important to you every opportunity you get don't leave it until it's too late don't wait for a medium to have to do it before you do it now communicate tell the people in your life just how important they are appreciate your life for what it what you have 
and then validated by making your life the best you can be. If you want to honor those who have crossed, be the best you can be here and now. Until I see you again, good night, God bless, and be safe. All right. Any questions before I go? Nope. Okay. Uh, good night, God bless. See you all next time.